Dear God, thank you for bringing me into the new year of 2023. God, I know that throughout the years I've been low on my faith, low on discipline, low on understanding, low on gratefulness, and low on graciousness. God, this year I pray that you bring me to the place where you want me to be. Whatever my plans are, if they do not align with you, only allow plans that align with you. Put me where you want me to be. God, I've been battling with my depression. I've been battling with pornography. I've been battling with anger. I've been battling with stress. I've been battling with self-doubt. I've been battling with just feeling like I am not good enough. And I did not realize in those moments that I was offending you. You made me in your image. You did not make me to be what I thought I was. So Lord, I ask that you, whatever, look inside of me, things that I don't see coming, things that I don't even realize, and things that I do realize, I ask that you just release them. Empty me so I can be full with you. God, whatever it is that I go through this year, allow me to look to you and nothing else for answers. When I get to those moments of frustration, allow me to look to you. When I get those to those moments of anger and depression and self-doubt and worry and anxiety, allow me to look to you, Lord God. Give me the discipline. Give me the fruit of discipline to read your word daily. Allow me to give you the 10% that you deserve and that you only ask for from me, Lord God. God, I ask that you heal anything in me, anything in me that is not of you. Lord, I ask that you give me the fruit of understanding. Give me the fruit of consistency. Give me the fruit to want to work hard, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you just make this year the best one. Allow me to get rest. Allow me to be more gentle. Allow me to be more softer. Allow me to be more open, Lord God. I know that when I pray to you, the ears of heaven open. And I want you to hear my prayers. So God, erase any sin from me. Erase any pride, erase any unforgiveness so that I can connect with you. You are the Garden of Eden, and I ask that you give me that peace inside of me, Lord God. As I go on my 21 days of prayer and fasting, I ask that you bless me with the fruit of focus. I know that I sometimes get sidetracked and, and 
I forget or I get less motivated, but I want to burn for you, Lord God. Set that fire in me to keep going because I want to. And I know that that is what you want me to do. I don't close my eyes to pray. I pray to open my eyes. And God, I want you to open my eyes, Lord Jesus. I don't want communication with you. I want communion with you, Lord God. Keep the angels of protection around me while I sleep. Keep the angels of angels of protection around me while I go through the day, Lord God. I want to be in close proximity with you. I want to be aware of your presence, Lord God. Give bless me with the fruit of discernment. As I'm going on 21 days of prayer and fasting, as I'm going on my days of wanting to be closer with you, Lord God, give me the discernment. If I'm around anybody that is not of you, if I'm around anybody or anything, if I'm doing anything, listening to anything, saying anything that is not of you, give me that discernment in me to shake my soul and allow me to back away. And Lord God, when I as I'm praying, give me the fruit to wait to hear from you, Lord God. I don't want to react off of impulse. I don't want to react off of being impatient. When I pray, Lord God, give me the fruit to wait on you to give me the answer. Allow me to have the focus, Lord God. I want to acknowledge you. Every time I pray, I want it to be intentional. Every time I pray, I want to feel you next to me, Lord God. Breathe on me. Jesus, thank you. If I can't pray for anything else, if I don't know what else to say, Allow me to be thankful. Thank you, Lord God, for the life you've given me and allow me to take care of the body that you've given me. Allow me to continue to eat healthier. Allow me to continue to drink more water. Allow me to continue to stay on top of my workouts. And even as I present the body that you gave me, Lord God, Bless me with the fruit of wanting to be covered, Lord God. I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know that when I pray that you walk into the room. And I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey ladies, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sis. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. What a time it is, y'all. We made it to 2023. That is a blessing in itself. 
Um, wow. <laughs> I um didn't make any New Year's resolutions this year. Honestly, I'm just focused on what I started last year and just being disciplined on that and I'm expecting child I am expecting to see the fruits of my labor this year and the fruits of my husband's labor as well so um yeah y'all I started out the year 21 days of prayer and fasting so I am fasting from social media um I'm not fasting for food. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm I'm a hungry person and I'm and I'm trying like I'm doing like intermediate like I'm not doing the David's fast. I'm doing like intermediate. So I'm trying to like, you know, um, only eat until like six at night or something like that. Y'all I'm, I'm trying. But I have been staying consistent with fasting from social media, fasting from trap music. And if y'all know me, y'all know I love future. I love uh little baby like i love all my trap music so i have not been listening to any trap maybe a little slow jam here and there but <laughs> not trap music um i've also been staying away from alcohol so i've been fasting from alcohol um which i feel good y'all i haven't been drinking any wine um right i haven't been drinking any wine and it's kind of yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not even gonna yeah. <laughs> so I've been staying away from alcohol. Um, like I said, I didn't make any New Year's res I did not make any New Year's resolutions this year because I'm just staying focused on what I already had set foot uh what I planned for myself last year. I am gonna be seeing it this year. Um I've been sticking with God, I've been praying, um, more being more into my Bible. Um I've been tuning in to prayer every um, day for the 21 prayers, a 21 day uh, prayer and fasting. And yeah, I just I've been staying consistent with that. And I'm very excited. I am somebody who don't stay consistent with things. And y'all know I'm open on this podcast. I'm not a consistent person. I do not stay consistent on anything. If I don't like it, if it starts to get boring, I'm done with it. But um, I have been praying that God gives me the fruit of consistency, discipline, and um, and it's and it's been showing. It's it's been happening, and I'm very proud of myself. Um, yeah, so that's that. How are y'all? Um, hopefully, everybody's doing great so far. Um, it's okay if you have not done like a um new year's resolution like it's okay if you woke up on january 1st and was like i don't feel anything different i still feel the same as i did three hours ago or however many hours ago you you slept (laughs) but um it's okay you know who's to say that your new year's has to start on january 1st like my new year for me it starts every year on my birthday um, you know, every year you're getting older, things are starting to change, your body's starting to change, your mindset, you know, everything's changing. And so on my birthday, um, I just go to my journal and I write down the things that I want to be blessed with, you know, with my new age and the things that I want to accomplish and the things that I want to change. And I could, I start to work on those things. And, uh, a couple years ago for my, I think it was my 21st birthday, I, 21st or 23rd birthday, I can't remember, but I prayed to be more feminine and to be more softer and gentle. And I am seeing the fruits of that happening. You know, a lot of people get 
frustrated because, you know, they pray for something and, well, it doesn't come immediately. So I would say in your prayer, also pray to uh, have patience, pray to wait on God. You know, God is all knowing and he's going to bless us when he knows it's ready for you to be blessed. Where you can't pray to God that you want a new 2023 Benz and you ride around your Honda and you don't even like keep the Honda clean. You don't take the Honda to get a gas. I mean, to get a, a oil change. You don't, you know, take it to the car wash to get washed. You don't get a detail like you don't keep up the payments on it if you're making payments. You don't keep the insurance on it if you, you know, doing that. Like you're not stewarding over what you already have. So before you even pray for any type of upgrade in your life, look to see, are you stewarding correctly over what you have? Pray that God gives you the fruit to steward over what you have before you start praying for anything else. You know what I'm saying? You want a luxury apartment, which how luxury apartments ain't cheap. <laughs> okay, you have to pay at least fifteen hundred to two thousand to two thousand a month. Now, do you have the money to upkeep this luxury apartment? So, just fast over that apartment that costs only six hundred right now. Be grateful <laughs> for one because rent is crazy right now. Um, you know, buy you some, you know, new furniture, clean it up, you know, um, put a limit on the people that you have in your home. Like just, you know, really, uh, steadfast in this new year. Don't pray for anything new until you have steward over the things, have you steward properly over the things that you already have. And then God will bless you so mysteriously. The, the, the blessing will come out of nowhere because you won't be, worried about, you know, is this going to be the day? Is this going to be the day where you're just, you're, your only focus is on stewarding over what you have. You want to make more money. You want to get a better job. Steward over the money that's already in your bank account. If there's nothing in your bank account, steward over savings, you know, um, cut down on things that you don't need. Um, cut down on the things that you want, you know, only buy the things that you need. So just, Steward, stewardship. I feel like that should be. If you haven't made a New Year's resolution, let that be your New Year's resolution. Stewardship. And if you are in a place where you feel like you're, you know, you're most successful, you're making good money. Pray that you continue to be wholesome with it. Pray that you continue to um, steward over that and handle it right. Um, you know, a lot of people when they when they get you know money, they start acting different. They start spending crazy. They forget, you know that they were once living in a time where they were struggling to buy, you know, a $5 meal from McDonald's or whatever, you know. So when you get the money, when you get to that point, still thank God, still be, you know, generous, still pray before you spend a dime, still budget, you know. Um, yeah, just just be cool. Lay low. <laughs> Lay low, y'all. <laughs> Um, y'all, so like I, you know, said earlier that I've been doing my 21 days of prayer and fasting and, um, within that I've been staying off social media. My mind has been very clear. I've been more focused on things at hand. Um, I've been focused on real life, focused on my husband, focused on myself, focused on the goals, things that I'm going to be accomplishing this year that I'm claiming in Jesus name. And, um, I've been being more intentional with getting into my Bible. And um, one of 
the chapters, one of the stories that I have been focusing on is um, Thessalonians, First Thessalonians. Um, and you guys know I'm on this like soft life, be more gentle with yourself, be more feminine. I'm really into that right now. It's I've been seeing the fruits of me being that type of woman and I'm loving it. Um, if you haven't tried it, if you have not tried it yet, try it. Um, it's not easy. Not, you know, nothing good is easy. Just understand that. Um, especially for somebody like me, I grew up in a very like rough household. Um, I never was taught how to be a lady. I was never taught how to be soft and how to be more quiet, more gentle, you know, gentle teaching, gentle loving, didn't really get that. So when I decided to do this soft life thing and be more feminine, it was very foreign to me and it was very difficult for me to break those habits. But it's a learning curve and it's a learning curve that's worth it. It's being a woman and being able to be more soft and gentle. You experience a lot of great things, um, rather if that's um, just... Be having a more peaceful life, a quiet life, having people around, having attracting women who desire to be that. And um, even from like dating and getting promotions at, you know, jobs and things like that, you find a lot of benefit of being just a gentle woman. And um, that's what I base this podcast off of being a gentle woman through Christ let me add that in there through Christ. Um, I do believe in Jesus. He did die on the cross for my sins. And this podcast is based off of Bible teachings. So for anybody who was expecting anything different, sorry, this ain't that type of party. I do. Uh, I am feminine through Christ. I obey God through Christ. Everything I do is through Christ. Everything I talk about is through Christ. So if you're not into it, I'm Sorry, I don't know what to tell you, but this is what this podcast is about. Um, so anyways, I've uh, been focusing on First Thessalonians, and <laughs> I, uh, with me going through my 21 days of prayer and fasting, I've been off of social media, right? And I found that it's been the most peaceful time in my life right now. You know, when you're not on social media, you don't see what's going on in everybody's life. You're too busy focused on yours. You're too busy running your own race that you don't even have time to look to the left to see if the other person is on the same level as you, if they're behind you, ahead of you, or in the same place as you. You're just solely focused on your lane. And I feel like in order to be a feminine woman, to be a gentle woman, that's like primary goal. That's like primary thing is living a more quiet life, living um, a life where you're minding your own business. Um, just as the Proverbs 31 woman, she was out in the field minding her business, doing what she was supposed to do, you know? getting up before the sun comes up, uh, doing things for her husband and for her friends. You know, she was just living this life of peacefulness and quiet and just staying under the radar and minding her business. And that is where a soft life comes from. You're so busy only 
you know, functioning in your softness that you don't even realize what's going on around you. And it's not saying that you are being oblivious to what's to, you know, the world, but it's just you are creating a space where you function the best. I want to say, if that makes sense, you're not oblivious to what's going on in the world. You're very much aware of what's happening. You're very much aware of politics. You're very much aware of pop culture and all those things, but you are not engaging in that negativity that comes with it. If, if you, if you catch my drift. (laughs) So first Thessalonians four, verse 11, and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands just as we told you. What I got from this is the question that I got from this is why I became more private. This is why. Chapter 4, verse 11. This is why I decided to become more private. I decided to become more private because I wanted to be happier. The less people know, the less likely that they can make up lies or the less likely they would know anything about you. Um, as a woman who is practicing soft life, I feel that when you are being, when you're more mysterious, people want to gravitate towards you more. They want to know who you are. What do you do? Who do you date? Where do you go to eat? Where do you go to hang out? They want to get to know you more. As for a person, a lady who puts her business all on social media, you know, everywhere she eats, she has to take a picture of her plate. Everywhere she goes shop, she has to take a picture of the price tag. Everywhere she goes travel, she has to immediately post exactly where she's at at that very exact moment. I've learned um, that, for one, posting is dangerous is dangerous. Posting is dangerous if you don't do it correctly. Um, The less you post, the more interested people are in looking at your stories, the more interested people are to like your photos and your videos and whatever it is that you post. I made it a rule of my own that I will probably only post like twice out of the month, twice out of the month. And those other two times, those other moments that I'm not posting, I don't even have the app on my phone. I want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy the moment. Even when I'm around friends, I want to enjoy, I want my attention to be focused on what's happening at hand, what's happening in front of me. I feel like a lot of the times us ladies, we're so worried about posting so everybody can see what we're doing that we are not even soaking up what's happening in front of us you could be in Bora Bora and you're so busy recording everything you're not even seeing like the beautifulness that God has created on this earth you're not even seeing the clear water the beautiful mountains the wonderful breeze hearing the birds the people the you know you're just so worried about refreshing your post to see who liked it you know what I'm saying like that's not living for yourself you're living for the people so I have made it my rule to only post when I'm doing exciting things and to only post twice a month. Um, That is my goal. As I'm getting older, I'm getting less and less interested in social media in general. The only reason mostly why I keep social media is because I do have 
my husband's side of the family who is still in Nigeria. And that's how we communicate through Facebook Messenger or through, you know, a post or whatever. So I keep it for those specific reasons. Um, and I'm just, I just got to the point to where I use social media differently, y'all. I used to post all the time. I used to post every single thing that I used to do. I even used to post while I was at a certain place. Um, as we've seen in the past year, posting while you're at, while you're somewhere is not safe because you just never know who's watching you. So another rule to social media that um, I've applied for myself is I wait hours after I leave a place when I'm not even near the vicinity, the wherever I'm at, wherever I was, I'm not even near it. I wait hours after to post or I wait a day later. Like I never post in real time. That I just, I don't want to do that. Um, when I'm experiencing something great in life or I'm experiencing a new place or a new food, I want to share that with the person that I'm with before I share that with all of you guys. Um, so that's why I became more private. I wanted to um, separate myself from others. I don't want to be like everybody else. Also, when it comes to like different events in my town and things like that, I don't go. I don't go because for one, it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. I'm somebody who don't like to be noticed all the time. Like I... I don't know what it is, but I don't like being in huge crowds. I don't like being in crowds of people. It just makes me anxious. I don't like it. And that's not my type of style no more. Like going to clubs and stuff is cool or whatever, like every once in a while. But that's not my, that's not my style. That's not what I like to do anymore. I'm not interested in that anymore. Um, Even if we do go to like a club or something, it's more than like we're going to be out of town. And we're going to be in a VIP section. Like, that's how I like to party now. I like to party in comfort. I don't want to be like, you know, if there's no VIP, I'm not going. Like, I'm not about to be standing up in my heels for like four or five hours while I'm at this club. My feet hurting. I can't sit down. Like, no, I like to sit down, enjoy my drink, and people watch. And my husband, I love that my husband's the same way as me. Like, even when we go out to eat, like, we we dine in private rooms with the curtains closed or the door closed or whatever. Cause I just like privacy, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just like privacy. That's just how I am. That's how I've always been, honestly. Um, and even when we do, um, go through, go do things with like friends and stuff like that, you know, I don't want my friends to feel uncomfortable or feel like I'm like the paparazzi and I don't want my friends to be the paparazzi and feel like they have to like record and and, and take pictures of everything because no, we're here to enjoy ourselves in privacy. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't, you know, I, yeah. So as I'm getting older, not getting into social media, I don't really care what everybody else is doing. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. That may sound horrible, but I don't. Um, if it's not, and I'm not saying it as like a shallow person, but if it's not affecting me or my husband, I just, I don't want to know your business. Like, and even if you like 
come to me with like your business, like I'm going to respect it because you, you know, you, you came to me for a reason. You felt that you can share it with me and that's fine. But I also don't want to know every single detail of your life either. Like <laughs> as the new year is coming along, guys, like I am not saying I'm getting more nonchalant, but I'm just being more heightened. I'm being more aware um, right now, me and my husband are in a time in our lives where we are focused on building our family and building our future family and, you know, building our own lives together in a new city and, you know, new places and stuff like that. So I don't really have, I have all that baggage on me. I can't handle your baggage as well. If that makes sense, you know, like, of course my friends know they can come to me and talk to me and vent to me. Yes. I want you to do that. I want you to do that because we're friends. You know, when I call somebody my friend, I don't just call them my friend just to say we're friends. I um, look at them as family, you know. So I always want my friends to come to me if they're having like a bad day or something. Yes, vent to me and let's talk about it. But as for like putting all of your worries on me, like I can't handle that. I can't. I'm too busy worrying about my own worries. And... Yeah, that's just how that's that's kind of where my mind is this year. I I just I'm so focused on my life. I don't have time to focus on yours, too. If that makes sense. Um, And also in the part of the scripture, you know, it says you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you. I, this year, I, um, well, I've always prayed for God to give me the tools to get to where I want to get to in life because that's how God provides. He doesn't just drop it out of the sky and be like, oh, here you go. No, He gives us the tools and He also, um, you should also pray for patience when you pray for certain things. But God gives us the tools to work towards what we want to work towards. So God has given me the tools to do that. So I've been working with my hands just as God told me to. And I've been minding my own business. By me minding my own business, working in my field, listening to God, praying, fasting. It's like I don't even know what's going on on the other side on anybody else's field. I don't by you minding your own business, you it's 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 more than just mind your business. It's like you're protecting your mind, you're protecting your sanity, you're protecting yourself. If you are doing something, let's say like you want to be a content creator, right? You want to be an Instagram girl and you're just now starting out. Well, you're looking at this other Instagram girl where she has this and she got that and she has these comments and she gets that many likes and she's getting these deals and she just did this and she bought this. Well, you're not even worried about, you're so busy worried about sis and her blessings. You're not even worried about you and you can apply that to any anything not just content creator you can apply that to whatever you're into you know nails hair uh, uh uh nursing you know whatever whatever it is that you're into you can apply that to anything you're so worried about what sis is doing over here well you just missed a whole opportunity you missed character building you know you don't know what this other lady you know this other woman been through to get to her success you know what i'm saying everybody's success is differently because everybody utilizes their 24 hours differently. So that's that. And that's where I'm at. And I've caught myself before um, talking. Not, I don't want to say talking down, but I am going to use the word hating. 
like, how come she gets to get this? Or how come I can't have that? Like, that's like a form of hating. And you don't want to be that. You cannot be a soft, you can't live a soft life. You can't be a feminine woman hating off of somebody else. You know, a soft woman, a feminine woman is only in competition with herself. Understand that. A feminine woman is patient. A feminine woman roots on other women. A feminine woman is also a um, student as well. Be open-minded to learn from other people. Um, Like Proverbs 19 says, listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. So if you see sis over here getting to the bag, doing what she wants to do, you know, with her life, you know, um, listen to her. You know, learn from her. Ask for advice. Hey, girl, I see you got this deal. How can I get to this point? How can I do that? How can I do that? You know, it's okay to ask. Like, don't feel like. Don't feel ashamed to ask, you know, research, be a student. So that's where I get all that from, y'all. And mind you, all that I'm saying came from the Bible. Like, girl, I was reading the Bible, but the Bible was reading me. I was like, oh, (laughs) I can't believe you just said that. Like, I can't believe I can't believe you just put me out there like that. God, like, that's really what I'm doing. Like. You know, I'm telling y'all, when you pray this year that you get, um, pray this year that you, you crave to want to read the Bible, because I'm telling you, it'll change your life. It'll literally make you that woman that you want to be. It'll literally make you motivated. It will make you be slower to anger. It'll make you live a more prosperous life. Like I am living such a peaceful life right now, just minding my business, staying off social media, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, staying focused, being a wife to my husband, being a good woman to God, being a good woman to myself. Like, I'm at peace right now, y'all. I'm at peace. Like, I'm at peace. Like, I don't know how else to explain it other than I'm just happy. And I'm succeeding in 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 quiet. I've been doing a lot of great things lately, you guys. I've been celebrating my small wins because my small wins are leading up to my big win. And I've really been doing some things like while I'm in the development room. You know, when you take a picture of a Polaroid, like back in the day, you take a picture with a Polaroid camera and you take it to CVS or Walgreens to get the the, the pictures developed. I'm like in the developing room. They dip, they dip the the picture in like the fluid, whatever that photograph fluid is, and they hang it up and it has to develop in the dark room in order for it to get like your optimal result from the picture. Like that's where I'm at right now. I'm in the dark room being developed and I've just, I've been succeeding in the dark room. I've been improving in the dark room. I've been getting closer with God in the dark room. I'm becoming my most authentic, most optimal self in the dark room. So when you live that quiet life in the dark room, it's going to be beneficial. It's beneficial when you are on a path, when you're working on something that you feel so passionate about, it's so easy to get distracted. Eliminate the distractions as much as possible. Eliminate them. 
That's what I want you guys, you ladies to do this year. Eliminate the distractions as much as you can. Whatever distracts you, get away from it. Run from it so that you can succeed. If you have to uh, sit down for a couple of weekends, if you have to sit sit out for a couple of months so that you can get ahead or so that you can finish whatever it is that you're trying to do, do it. Sacrifice it. If it's not super duper important right now, sacrifice it. If you have to budget to only spending um, $200 for two weeks, learn how to budget and do that so you can save up for that new car, so you can save up for that new house, so you can save up for that, you know, that place you're trying to travel to, whatever it is you want to do. So you can buy that new, your first designer purse or your first designer shoe, like, or if it's just, you know, just to save, just to have, you know, more cushion this year, um, do it. Sacrificing a few months is fine. Trust me, love. You're not missing out on nothing. You're not missing out on nothing. And then once you come out of that dark room, you're going to have things to talk about. Like when you get around your friends, you're going to have educational conversation. You're going to have, you know, a conversation that's actually going to lead to um, maybe your friend wanting to reinvent herself. Maybe it'll motivate your friend or something like that. You know, like. I love when I get around my friends and we always have we always have something to talk about because we're all on the same path. We're all trying to get through nursing school. We're all trying to, you know, succeed in life. We're all doing different things. We're going to different clinical sites, experiencing new stuff. I love the fact that we have something to always talk about. We're not always talking about drama or, you know, what's going on in the town or, oh, did you hear so-and-so? Like, no, no, that's like cluttering up your time. Don't entertain that stuff. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Your ambition. The Bible didn't say try. No, make it your ambition. So the Bible is saying living a quiet life, there's a benefit to this. Don't let that go over your head. Don't let the word ambition go over your head. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life this year. If you want to just disappear from social media, just do it. Don't make a full announcement. Oh, I got to get my life together. I'm about to peace out of the social media. Well, everybody knows what you're doing now. So <laughs> everybody knows what you're doing. Everybody's going to know. You know, when you are working on something in your life, don't let a bunch of people know because you never know who's praying on your downfall. You never know who's praying that you don't make it. You never know who's working against you. When you're working on something, just work on it and don't say nothing. If you feel like you need to talk about it, talk about it with God. Vent to God. God is there. When you pray, the ears of heaven open. When you talk to God, the ears of heaven open. So let God be your journal. Let God be your uh, diary. Let him put it on him. God knows that he knows our body. He created human beings. He knows what we can, uh, what type of pressure we can handle and what time, what, what kind we can't. He's expecting to hear from you. <laughs> he knows your future. He's going to expect to hear you cry. He's going to expect to hear you complain. He expects it and it's okay. So make it your ambition to just lead that quiet life and mind your own business. Lead your quiet life and mind your business. There is a benefit to this. There's a fruit to this. Don't miss it, girl. Don't miss it. 
Do you create your plan in the dark room? Start working on it in the dark room. And, and look, if you start something and you fail, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know because they didn't even know that you were doing it. <laughs> so there goes, you know, if you are ashamed to fail, well, there, there goes right there. This is why you don't want to tell people what you're doing. Because if you fail, guess what? Oh, I knew she wasn't going to make it. Her, um, her goals were way out of her league. People are just going to hate. And when you do make it, they still going to hate. But the point is, is you're going to make it. You make it and then let them hate. Don't tell them what they're going to do. Don't tell them what you're going to do. And then they hating on you. And then you hear about it. And now that's discouraging you. Make it. Let it known. Let them hate. What uh, Prophet Kanye say? Um, and if they had to let them hate and watch the money, pal. <laughs> Girl. And that's truth to that. That's truth to that. So, yeah, girl, don't, don't, don't sit around and um, just let this year go by. Figure out your goal. Write down your goal. Write down what it is you want to do and hide it. Pray about it and then hide it. Pray about it and start working on it in the dark room. Okay. All right, ladies, that was all for this episode of Let's Talk Sis. I want to thank you all for supporting me. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being with me. Um, I'm transitioning my podcast, if you haven't noticed. Um, <laughs> I am transitioning it. I am. Um, y'all are seeing the, the rough part. I don't know. I don't want to call it the rough part because I don't know. But y'all are seeing the transition, I always say, you know, I'm living through Christ and in the transitioning stage. So the transitioning stage can be a little bit like cringy, a little bit, <laughs> but y'all are living through it. And I want to thank you all for sticking beside me and believing in me and believing in this podcast. Thank you for sharing it. Please, if you feel like any young lady can benefit from my podcast, please share it. Even if you think they can't, like share it because you never know. I've had people come up to me and be like, girl, you know, my cousin, you know, she loves your podcast. She wants to share it. Is that okay? Girl, yes. I'm telling you, yes, share it. For all that are listening, share my podcast. I want my podcast to reach as many people as possible. Um, praise report. My podcast has actually reached the Philippine, the Philippines and Brazil. Um, wow, y'all. I was not um uh, expecting when I got that notification. I was like, what the hell? Who, who, who do I know in Brazil and the Philippines? Like, what? Do they understand me? Like, <laughs> do we speak the same language literally? But I guess so, because it's being shared. And I just want to, you know, I'm just thankful. I this is my baby. Let's talk this is my baby. And I'm just so happy that I'm finally putting it out there. I'm finally um not being ashamed and I'm finally just really like blossoming into this open book that I never was <laughs> as I talk about living in the dark room. But <laughs> but um this was the result of living in the dark room. Before I started this podcast, I was in the dark room. I was like, God, I'm ashamed of this, this, and this, but I want to share this, this, and this because I feel like this, this, and this could be beneficial to this person, that person, and this person. So, yeah, y'all. Um, again, just thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Thank you so much for sticking beside me. Thank you so much for the support and the kind words. Um, and, yeah, y'all, just keep an eye out for 
a new podcast coming up. I'm going to get on a more strict uh, posting schedule now that nursing school is winding down. Um, So just stick with me, y'all. And thank you so much. I hope y'all have a wonderful week. Stay prayed up. Remember, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11, and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as I told you. When they ask why you wanted to become more private, 1 Thessalonians 4, 11. Aspire to live quietly and mind your own business. Until next time, girl, let's talk, sis.